Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Before we jump into this week's extra special Road to Sir episode, I just want to take a minute and say thank you to each and every one of my listeners, and also thank you to my patrons on Patreon. We just had Thanksgiving weekend, and as I was thinking about what I was grateful for, you guys, listeners, and patrons were at the top of my list. Without your support, this podcast would not be what it is, and without my patron support, I wouldn't have been able to make these Road to Sir episodes or any of the throwback episodes, or even have continued this podcast when Pumped Podcast came to an end. So your guys' interest in this endeavor, which started as a joke and has now become like a whole thing, is the primary reason I get to keep doing it. And I'm just so thankful for each and every one of you. I always refer to my patrons as my executive producers, and that's because... And that's because your support allows me to make content about Vanderpump Rules. So in a sense, I'm not lying. You are the executive producers. And if you also want to become an executive producer slash patron of SUP, it's very, very simple. All you have to do is visit www.patreon.com slash sexyuniquepodcast and it is there you will find all the information you need to become a supporter. For as little as a $1 per episode commitment, you will have access to over 50 bonus episodes, throwback episodes covering season one and two. And if you decide that you want to commit to a different level of patronage, there are plenty of other benefits associated with those levels as well. But $1 per episode gets you in the fam, you're hooked into tons of bonus content, and you're helping a good cause, which is me talking about Vanderpump Rules. So think about it, www.patreon.com slash podcast for more details. And to all my patrons, I love you. I'm so grateful for you. And I hope you had a fantastic holiday weekend. 
And now, without further ado, I give to you a brand new episode of SUP. This is the Sexy Unique Podcast, an exploration of Vanderpump Rules. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. And I'm your host, Lara Marie Shane Hall. Everybody freeze, put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy, I hope you cakes up. London with the beach, here we go so in. Then we go with a friend, you'll be both in. Your astral twin is a pug. My astral twin is a true pug. It's a small pug. Chief is an astral twin to you. He is. He's my heart and soul. But I think he's also like, I think your real astral pug will be your own pug. It will be. I'm fully like, oh, I'm kept missing. They're supposed to come and inspect my house this week. The pug people to make sure. The pug police. The pug police were going to come to my house to make sure that it's like fine to 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 house like a little puggy. And can you imagine that little fat loaf of bread just uh, clopping up your stairs? Every time I looked like it's little nails. I just know too because I'm open actually. Like I thought I. First, my first instinct was that I wanted a little black pug. They're so precious. And then I was like, I want a fawn colored one. But now I would settle for either. But it just need like, we need to have that connection. And I'll know when it is right. What you have to do is put him on your lap or her and just sink your hands into her rolls, his or her rolls, and just feel the rolls on her neck and or his neck and be like, okay, that's the pug. It's going to be rolls and it's going to be the ears too. Cause those little velvet ears I and then loved. I'll know with its face and then I'll just, everything it does, I'll be like, ah. do your listeners know about chief? I think they do. Cause chief was present during some episodes of babe. When I recorded <sighs> chief, like I looked into his eyes. He looked into my eyes when I first met him and mm-hmm. I like almost, I like, didn't I like, I feel like I teared up. Yeah. I was like, and you guys were just going chief. Yeah, Chief is just like a little soul. A little darling. He's the darlingest. Yeah, so my future... The Pug Task Force team is coming to inspect your apartment. Yeah, I signed up. They're coming to make sure that I don't have like cacti around or anything that like a pug could eat. I I think you're good. I'm really good. It's a a plush pad. It's a plush pad. I think that the pug would be really happy here. There's, There's lots of places. Flag. There's a gay rights flag. <laughs> LGBTQ friendly. You're an ally to the LGBTQ community. Yes. And a pug would be blessed to live here. There's a sissy SpaceX memoir. Mm-hmm. It's a great one. There's a lot going on. There's a ton going on. There's lots of plants and greenery to make sure the air quality stays really good in the house. <laughs> there you go. I just need one so bad. You do. They delight me with their every move. What would you name him? I thought about if I got a male black pug, I would name him Stacy. Oh. Or Leslie. Leslie. Less. Less. Yeah, I don't know. What about know. a female? Mm, what if I named her Lara Jr.? Lara <laughs> <laughs> Jr. Someday you need to do an entire podcast about the cat story that you told me once. Yeah. Your cat. Oh, Princesca. <laughs> <laughs> That's, we were at a dinner once and you told the story and like, it was like a good like 20 minute story and it was one of the most hilarious and gripping tales I've ever heard. <laughs> I was like, that was when I like, we were first like becoming friends mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my God. <sighs> Princesca. She lives in Mar Vista now. What a tale you weave. Yeah. 
I'm a weaver of tales. <laughs> she was merciless. She was merciless. But you like grew to love her. I grew to appreciate her, but then she really like she maxed out my kindness. <laughs> and that's possible. And I stand by that. Princesca. Princesca. <laughs> what a little tart. Yeah. She was sassy. My family had a cat growing up named Samantha. Uh, I love that. She was a sassy. Bitch. Yeah. She was cute. I hate, I don't like cats, but mm-hmm. she would like leave for days and then just like arrive. My dad would go outside in the morning and there'd be like a row of dead mice like, oh, left for him. Mm-hmm. And then we would go to this playground down the street from where I grew up and she would follow us. We would look back I and she would duck the- behind a tree and she didn't want us to know that she loved mm-hmm. us, but she did. I love when a cat follows. Mm-hmm. It's like the best feeling. Because that's, that's like true love for a cat to do that. Yeah, cats like, it's meaningful. I think cats mostly are sociopaths. Cats, <laughs> there's a lot of different kinds. And I think that it has to do with like the coloring of a cat. Like it connotes very different personalities. And I'm like a pretty much like have a PhD in cats because my family cumulat- cumulatively has had 33 cats. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> So I know like all different kinds of like cat personalities. I take it back. I appreciate cats because I know that they are vessels for the spirit world. Yeah. And I like that about them. I love black cats. And a good cat. There's nothing better than a good cat. A good cat is like when a cat is friendly. And soft and like cuddly and just like it's like really like jiggly. But they have boundaries. Oh, yeah. I like things with boundaries. Mm hmm. I like when a cat has no boundaries and you can just like mess with Rassle. it. Yeah. We have, I, I live with a bunch of Russian, I don't live with them, but they're my building. <laughs> I was like, you do? <laughs> my building is full of uh, senior Russian people mm-hmm. and they're, they're, some of them are kind of witchy and there's the, there are these two cats that just peer at me from like the balconies when I walk into the courtyard and I think they're both witches mm-hmm. and I love it. I feel like they're guarding the place. They are. They're keeping tabs on mm-hmm. your comings and goings yeah. and reporting it to the spirit world. I film them every time <laughs> and they look right at the camera. Really? Yeah. I love black cats are witchy. Yes. My aunt had a crat, a black cat named Boo Boo. That was my nickname growing up. Really? Mm-hmm. Boo. Boo Boo. My dad has a cat named Lauren. And then I just found out my brother adopted a cat and he named that cat Lauren. Lauren? And I don't understand why. <laughs> That's such a normal name yeah here's lauren this is lauren my dad's got lauren is a real bitch she is a she has she's nothing but a firm boundary (laughs) she's like about a sentient boundary so cute but has like the stinkiest little face like she just is always like "Mm." and like she'll love it she'll yeah i love it she'll step around where anyone is like if people are gathering, she'll like peek out of wherever she is and just stand there and be like, Hmm. And like, then you go, Lauren and you make it even a slight move to her. She runs away. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that video of the cat who's like on the table and she, there's a glass that's like right full of water right near her. And the owner filming it is like, don't do it. Don't do it. And the cat just looks at her and she puts her paw up and she goes, ah, and then the cat just goes Bing! and knocks the glass over. Mm hmm classic Francesca once knocked a lamp on my head <laughs> Francesca was maybe trying to kill you she was she would stare at me while she took shits 
I'd be like, where is she? And then I'd look over and she'd be in her litter box taking a shit, staring right at me, making eye contact. Do you love it? <laughs> How or about like, that? Poop on the floor and just be like, look right at me. <laughs> I was like, you're the devil. Where does she live now? Marvista. It's an up and coming neighborhood on the west side of Los Angeles. I know it. She is a. Uh, she's brother. a venice girl she's a venice girl she's a west side girl she mm-hmm. wears like whimsical scarves and hats no. to go get coffee <laughs> and booties <laughs> and on the dir- west side it's and cold dirty dresses. oh it's cold and dirty dresses <laughs> or skinny it's... jeans oh oh the fog the do marine you... layer do you feel mm-hmm. it when the burn off then it'll be warm but for now it's cold do you Ooh, have any oat so milk cold mm. She it's, goes. To, I want a I like, hot chai. I want her to go to Juista, mm. and she'd be perfect to work at Juista because she's so she's mean, <laughs> and they're kind of mean there. I love like a I love like an unfriendly coffee or like juice place. I love Juista with no prices listed anywhere, mm-hmm. which is a true troll. I love going to like like Starbucks. You just say whatever, and they just know what you're talking about, and they don't like question you. But like if you go to like a, a mom and pop coffee shop. Where it's like up, you know, uppity baristas. Mm-hmm. Like one time, I, I always I'm like, oh, can I have a, like a medium iced coffee with two espresso shots? And the one one time I went, and the guy goes, you mean a red eye, or <laughs> you mean a black eye? And I was like, okay. I love too when it's like they don't have any other sizes. So then you go, can I have like a large? And they're like, there's only one size. And you're like, of okay, the cold brew. Whatever that is. Yeah. And you're like, that'll be $6. <laughs> They're like, that'll be $19. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay. <laughs> Speaking of overpriced. Speaking of overpriced. There's some really quick, some big news. Lisa's opening a garden bar in Vegas. What? Yeah. She's opening some sort of, I was like, a like garden? A I think just called like Vanderpump. In Vegas? In Vegas, which is actually pretty genius. Kind of chic. It's kind of a ma- like a major move, but it's also just like... Will, will that be a spinoff? Maybe. Ugh. I need a TomTom spinoff. I need a Vegas Vanderpump. But I don't want more of Lisa in Vanderpump Rules. In fact, I would like less of her in Vanderpump Rules. Really? Yeah, I just like... I don't care about really her drama. Or, like, her trying to put together the restaurant. Like, if she's yelling at someone or humiliating them, I'm down. But, like, I never want to see any sort of, like, menu tasting. No. I don't want to see, like, drink Gears. tasting. I don't want to see her, like, meeting with Nicolaine and choosing light fixtures. And, like, clocks. Yeah. Yeah. Someone today, I tweeted about her leaving the show earlier. Like, I was, and someone messaged me uh, implying the arson theory. <laughs> And I was like, people, people you're turning are turning heads. I'm just saying, I'm just bringing alleged. awareness, alleged and completely, completely alleged. unfounded with no actual proof or anything. It's just, it's just proof. an intuition. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> my intuition is the receipt for that theory. And that's all I have to go on. You know that I subscribe to that. As a young witch, that's all I can say. Yeah. I can't offer any research. That's not my bag. I'm here to just like talk about things. Well, we wish Lisa well. We wish her well. And like maybe we will have to go to Vegas. Yeah. I think the perfect Vegas trip would be seeing Lady Gaga. Enigma. Enigma going to Vanderpump 
garden bar, which you know is not outside. No, Where it's going to be it? like an. It's going to be like the Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, it is the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> They're literally converting the Vegas Rainforest Cafe into Vanderpump Garden. That would make sense. Have you been to the Rainforest Cafe? Uh, that was one of my favorite Same. restaurants. I had my tenth birthday dinner there, and my family like we went to this mall like very far away where it was, mm-hmm. and I was in heaven. Yeah, and it was thinking about it now. It's such a weird. Like it rains on you. It's rains on you, and like <laughs> there's a thunderstorm above your table. And gorillas it- like come out of the mist and are like, Woo! like swing over your head. I thought that it was the coolest place. Like there was one in the Galleria in Dallas, and so I would always have to go to that. And then when I visited Chicago for the first time, as like 13 years old, I was like, Mom, we have to eat at the Rainforest Cafe and get the popcorn. We've got to go to the RC the coconut the coconut yeah. shrimp everything is just like diarrhea yeah <laughs> it's like it's you a go disgusting to the right, place it's, you, they spray old water you, out on you it's that, like a log like, flume yeah you go to the rainforest cafe to have log flume water poured on you and to have diarrhea yeah and to go into bathrooms with like toilet paper on the floor mm-hmm. and that's it and that's it to eat like and pay like crazy it's overpriced like, it's like a 500 dollars meal yeah to have mist spray on you and to like get explosive diarrhea What is, like, so amazing about it? I think it was just, like, the jungle vibe. So 90s. It was so 90s. Like, that. if someone thought of that today, they'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? What is, like, today's version of a rainforest cafe? Vanderpump (laughs) Cafe in Vegas. The Vanderpump restaurants. Tom Tom. Tom. Are we all, they have just learned how to cat. That is what they do. That's their business model. Yeah. Oh, my God. We just, like, cracked. It's, like are gen z and millennials that's like capitalizing on their love childhood, for like nostalgic a, like chucky e. cheese yeah i mean tom tom is like epcot yeah like when i was in there i was like in you're like in a whimsical world yeah where it's like time is suspended you know like, and like <laughs> you know in like the countries of epcot like you go to the different mm-hmm. like that was my favorite as like a young gay child i only cared about like the countries like we're gonna. I I remember we went and I was like I kept saying we're eating dinner in Paris tonight. Oh. <laughs> we're going. Well, we're going to Paris. A young gay and in Paris. That's like what pump feels like. Yeah. And like Tom Tom kind of totes. Like I loved Norway. I loved at Epcot. It was like cultural. Mm-hmm. You learned so much. Yeah, but then fuck I think, Europe. Fuck Europe. Just go to go Epcot. To Epcot. Go to Orlando. Go to fuck it. Like. You'll spend just as much money, but you'll make you'll get around and learn about a lot more places. What's that lake in Orlando? Lake Okiabi or whatever? <laughs> I don't know. Is it like a man-made lake? Mm-hmm. Oof, Orlando. Dark. Dark. Speaking of darkness. <sighs> We're here today. Our second to last episode. I know. It's uh it's bittersweet. Bittersweet. As we edge into this like final the final chapters of the road to sir and what a road it's been what a road it's been we have a doozy of an episode though yeah because we're doing well mm, you would think that you would think that james and lala would have their own episodes of road to sir but no i'm here to tell you that they don't because they're because they are they are meant to always be paired together yeah basically is what we're saying yeah they've been connected not only in this life but every past life since the dawn of time since the dawn of since the big bang they are astral twins exactly they're basically two parts of one whole Mm -hmm. so like they are like a 
one being that somewhere in the beginning of time was broken into halves. Yeah. And even when like time, when there were no people and it was just energy and like free floating matter and like, you know, flaming matter mm-hmm. in the space, in the vacuum of space, they were always, they broke apart and they've been trying to get back together ever since. Yeah. But they l- began as like a one star. Mm-hmm. But each lifetime they're getting closer to converging into one. Mm-hmm. So like, but things always get in the way. Things always get in the way. And like they life gets in the way. But in in their cosmic path towards each other, the harmony that will be achieved when brought together will always cause chaos around them. Yeah. That's just how it is. That's how like stars work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're both true stars. They're both true stars. Like think about the sun for a second and think about how amazing the sun is. <laughs> But then think about what it's like to stand right next to the sun. It's you unbearable. get incinerated and, you blind, and you're blind. Yeah. So like that's James and Lala. You get incinerated and then you go blind. <laughs> In that order. In that order. You burn so fast you don't even realize you're burning. Yeah. And then you're like, by the time you've burned to death, you're like, I'm blind. I'm and, blind because it's so. Yeah. The the power I just witnessed is so great. Mm-hmm. So basically. So. The Big Bang happened. The Big Bang. (laughs) (laughs) So the Big Bang happened. Big Bang happened. And so there was a new star that formed. Mm -hmm. And it was, it wasn't the biggest star, but it was one of the brightest in the whole universe. It was beautiful. It was was angelic, even before angelic was a concept. Yeah. And it was like all the people, like the star just like burned and burned and it it gave off this like purpley light but the light was ever changing on it so sometimes it would be purple sometimes it would look yellow sometimes it would look blue and it just was like constantly just like emitting all these various like lights and it was so powerful that it was drawing in gravity and like creating black holes Mm -hmm. and over like millions of years of it burning it collapsed yeah at a certain point and Mm -hmm. literally split into two because the force of its pole was not only causing like chaos in like the space around it and causing like you know planets to explode and like asteroid you know and like literal wormholes would open up because it it just would collapse gravity around it that it just split into two yeah and one of them was lala one of them was lala one of them was dj james kennedy yeah but that was in their star form that was in star form and so like some of the earliest dwellers of earth were like told these legends of these two stars. Well, you know how, when you, we look up at stars, it's the light that we're seeing from, it's the way the stars look like millions of years. Mm -hmm. And at this point it's probably changed. Yeah. So when the first like dawn of man happened and Mm -hmm. like the very first humans were starting to like look up into the sky, they could see the one, the one. And Mm -hmm. then as that, you know, millions of years went by and like kind of civilization started. Yeah. They saw the, the split. Yeah. So it looked like this half star in the sky and they drew like entire religions around it. Cause Mm -hmm. it was such a, like, you know what I mean? So many cave drawings Mm -hmm. about the star, the split star. Yeah. So many religions Mm -hmm. and like you hear a lot about like Greek mythology and like, 
Roman mythology, but like exactly. what has gotten lost, I think, in all of that is star mythology. Right. Yeah. So they, yeah, there's like, you know, early cave paintings and like early like Mesopotamia, like engravings and hieroglyphics of mm-hmm. the star. They built like the mythos of like the two twins, like Castor and Pollux. Yes. Yeah. So they were sort of deities. They revered the star as two who were two made of one, two made of one, but were constantly trying to get back to one, but things were happening to block it. So that's like an entire basis for like a mythology about the star. Yeah. And it was Lala and James the whole time. But meanwhile, so like on earth, the spirit of the star, like existed on earth. Yeah. Cause like, stars and like space are just like energy and matter and like that's what humans are exactly google it so it's like we're mirrors of stars Mm -hmm. so it's like a mirror projection of that split star arose on earth from the beginning of time with humans yeah like adam and eve where do you think that came from split star a split star they say james and lala eve from the rib of adam no no it's, no, it was actually and they were equal. both and they were equal yeah but like because people hate women they decided to like create a woman from a man yeah but i would like to just correct the bible right now here on this podcast Saying and say it. that bullshit bullshit and that's fucking not how it fucking happened bullshit so adam and eve were the first case of lala and james, and james yeah and they, they actually like lived in this like beautiful garden with like olive trees and they loved life. Yeah. And they procreated. They were just like they were created at the exact same time. Right. In the Garden of Eden. But because Which weirdly looked like the courtyard of Pump. Literally the Garden of Eden is Pump. Yeah. It's a <laughs> recreation. So because they were born at the same time, though, but because man, man's hubris, specifically male ego, is so great that mm-hmm. James's, you know, spirit that yeah. is James, that was Adam, mm-hmm. exerted itself himself over Eve. It yeah. was like, no, you're from me. Yeah. And it created the mythos on its own. That So Eve kind of had to, like, go along with it, even though she was like, no, this is fucking bullshit yeah and like she talked to like a snake in the garden it became like a huge deal for adam and he aka james and he was like so rude and mean about it right. and then like shamed her for being naked and she was like you're fucking naked he's like you're talking to other snakes don't while talk naked. to other snakes you eat an apple you're oh, eating really? an apple right you, you slut you're gonna talk to that big fat snake eat their apples fuck you fuck you and eve was like <sighs> Your energy is very hostile right now. Yeah, you're being insane. I'm just talking to a serpent. Yeah, it's like, a serpent. They talk here. They you talk know here, that. and like I can't help that this serpent wants to talk to me. Yeah, and you've talked to like several serpents yourself. And James, but Adam slash James was like, no, no. So basically, Lala was like, aka Eve was like slut shamed, <laughs> and they got in a huge fight, and like. They were like fighting, but then also like having sex Mm -hmm. and it was like very volatile. But as we all know, when they come together and like it causes destruction. So it destroyed the the garden. The Garden of Eden fell actually because. Because of their like volatile push pull love hate relationship. Throwing plates. And 
that God kicked them out of the garden. Like God kicking them out was just like the garden erupting into flames and like incinerating because of all the energy that they had packed within them. Toxic, toxic energy together. Yeah. It just like ruined everything. So after Adam and Eve, this like pattern has repeated for all of history. Really? Yes. So like, can we name a few? Yes. So in like medieval times, it was Sir Lancelot and Queen Guinevere. Queen. Mm-hmm. That was a James and Lala. Mm-hmm. Orpheus and Eurydice in right. Greek mythology. Okay. Apollo and Artemis, right. obviously, the yeah. twins. Hansel and Gretel. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> we know what happened when they got together. <laughs> Cannibalism. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Yeah. So they live like a Hansel and Gretel like journey always. Always. Who else? Trollius and Cressida. Zeus and Ganymede. Love. Gilgamesh and Enkidu. <laughs> a classic. Frey and Freyja. That's North. Yeah. Norse. Um, Rama and Lakshmana in Hindu. Sheik. White Dragon and Welsh Dragon. Tote. Zal and Rudaba. Mm-hmm. Trax. Achilles and Patroclus. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you see it's now pattern. as you go through history and like as you start to read books... Vishnu mm-hmm. and Lakshmi. Oh, Vishnu, of is course, the destroyer. Yeah, damn, or supreme being, I should say. So these are Vishnu's all destroyer. examples of James and Lala over the years and over various lifetimes. Right. But I guess we should fast forward for the purposes. I mean, this isn't a history podcast. You guys can do that research on your own. Even though it's very thought out research. Yeah, it's very thought out, and we <laughs> definitely are like scientists in our research. Mm-hmm. For the purposes of this episode, I think we should fast forward. We gave them like a little... We gave them enough, you know, enough to unlock the secrets of the universe. But we should fast forward, you say? But we should maybe fast forward to their journey in this lifetime. So they grew up... Lala grew up in... Lala grew up in Utah. Right. As a... As another Mormon. Right. Yeah. And James grew up in Maryland, England. And when they were kids, they, you know, Lala was like very popular. They were both very popular. Well, not James. He was a bully. He was James bullied. James was bullied. But Lala was like a cool girl. Yeah. Well, they were both actually bullied. Like Lala was bullied later on in like middle school, high got, school. When she like blossomed. Yeah. When she got, were- she blossomed into the, the rare beauty we all know and love today. But like they both had like some sort of their karmic path in this lifetime was they would both be almost destroyed before they could overcome and then be the stars that they were born to be together together because they're they they have rare beauty syndrome where Mm -hmm. like it causes like utter chaos around them like people who are so beautiful like either when you're that beautiful you're either you have like the hot person bubble Mm -hmm. where everyone just yeses you or you're hated and you're a witch. Yeah. Cause everyone's like, you're too beautiful. They don't understand. And and you're not meant to be here. Yeah. And a lot of times the rare beauty syndrome doesn't even manifest until you've like gone through puberty or hit a certain age. And then it's just like, Oh my God. So like you can be bullied way more easily. You're a pariah. You're a pariah. And so they both, had this parallel journey Mm -hmm. in across the world from each other, but they both had this inherent understanding that they would, they would both be famous Mm -hmm. and stars. They just knew, they just knew. And I think that's what put people off. Like Lala used to tell people like at the playground during recess, like she would perform for people. She Mm -hmm. would do like 
dance you know on the playground she, she would, loved to sing she loved an audience mm-hmm. and she would like force people to watch and for a while like through middle through elementary school people were like into it yeah and be, but then after a certain point when she started getting hotter they were like, who do you think you are? Yeah, and they like threw wood chips at her. Yeah. She got wood chipped one day at the playground. She was doing a performance and everyone came over and they were like, we're sick of your performances, Lala. Or- yeah. She would stand on like a, a stage that was just like where the slide was. And then she would like Lauren. sing. Lauren. <laughs> they were like, sing. Lauren Kent thinks she's famous. Lauren, Lauren Kent, Kent thinks she's famous. But Lauren she's, Kent. but she's really lamest. <laughs> That Lauren, is, they did they would go they go i got a performance for lauren to rival lauren and they kicked her off stage yeah they said get off get, get lauren off. off and then get they went lauren up on stage off. and then they went up on stage and they went lauren kent thinks she's famous lauren kent is the lamest and everyone went ah! <laughs> and they laughed and laughed and then they threw wood chips at her yeah she got chased off the playground and she hid in the bushes yeah and she hid there for three days there were the, there her was parents like, yeah were, like called the police the mormon police came the mormon police came everyone was looking for her the mormon police came the utah police came they all converged and they looked for her for three days but lala aka lauren had just like dug a little hole and nestled up in that hole and just like went to sleep she went into like a sleep state she She rocked herself into a sleep state for three days wood chips in her hair wood chips in her hair crying and in this sleep state she had a dream she woke up and she was in this ditch that she built and she got up but but it was a different playground it wasn't the same playground it was like it kind of and like the sky was gray and it was like kind of rainy everywhere and she looked she got up and she was like, this isn't Utah. It's wet here. Yeah. And she looked over and this playground and it was like kind of everyone's wearing uniforms. Everyone's wearing uniforms and like little knee socks and all the boys had like little haircuts and yeah. blazers. And she was, she started walking, but it's no one could see her. So no she was sort of like invisible and she was walking around and they were all like playing jump rope and they were all talking like this and they were like, ah! Let's go over here. Yes, it's playtime. It's playtime. It's recess. It's recess. We love it. I love recess. And she was like, wow, they wow, sound they sound so weird. They sound so weird. What is that? Yeah. And then she, you know, she was kind of liking it. Yeah. She was like, this is cool. Like, it was moody. Yeah. It she, was different than what you get was, in Utah. It was a vibe. It was a vibe and a half. And Lala slash Lauren was feeling the vibe. And she was sort of like, this is cool. And then all of a sudden, out of the corner of her eye, she saw a little boy in mm-hmm. a uniform with a bloody nose and a fat lip being chased. Yeah. And he was being chased by a group of boys. And, and they were like, get him, get him. Get him, get him. He's a puff. He's a fairy. He's a poof, a poof. And she was like, kill the fairy, kill, kill the, the fairy. fairy, kill the fairy. James Kennedy is a fairy. And he went and he ran past her. And he was like crying. And he was crying he was and crying. And terrified. He, he ran behind like in an alley of the school and they were going, fairy alert, fairy alert. Find the fairy, find the fairy, find the poof, find the poof. And she was like, try, and she was going, hey, leave him alone. But they couldn't hear her. Yeah. She tried to like punch yeah. one of them and uh, just punched through them. Why I oughta. And she went, Ugh. but she, her hand went right through him and she went over and the little boy was sitting in the corner in the alley. And just he was like curled she was up, doing. Just like she was. And he was crying. He was crying. His leg was broken. <laughs> his leg was broken. Someone broke his leg. Oh my God. Yeah. And he was going, he was going, I'm not a puff. 
I'm not, I'm a, not a fairy. I'm not a fairy. I'm, I'm just fairy. James Kennedy. And my, my godfather is George Michael. And they all, they're all going, your godfather's gay. They're like, he's gay, he's gay, he's yeah. gay. And they wouldn't let it alone. But they couldn't find him for a minute. And Lala went over and she checked on him. And, and she was kind of expecting it to be like she, that he wouldn't hear her too. And yeah. she went and patted him, but she touched him. She touched him and he looked up. And he went, oh! and he like backed into a corner and he was like, I haven't seen you before. Who are you? Who are you? Why are you here? And why are you dressed like that? And she was like, I don't know why I'm here. And he goes, why are you talk like an American? She goes, because I am an American. She goes, isn't that where we are right now? Yes, no. We're in bloody England. We're in bloody England, you idiot. And she was like, why are you being so hateful to me? And he was like, I'm sorry. I'm just a little. So I'm, I, when I get sad and I get mad and then I act mean to people. I'm sorry. I, I, I get punched on and so I punch down. Yeah. Because it's the only way I feel powerful. And she's like, well, that's sad. Yeah. She goes, no one can take the power away from you. You give it to them. Mm. And he was like, whoa. He was like, oh, that's a really good. That's actually a really good piece of advice. He goes, what's your name? And she, she goes, Lauren. Lauren. And he goes, Lauren. I like that, Lauren. My name's James. James Kennedy. George Michael's my godfather. And she goes, who the fuck's that? <laughs> she goes, who is that? He, he goes, goes, he's gay. He's gay. <laughs> and she goes, oh, I'm not allowed to listen to gay music. But, but I'm sure he sounds really, he's, he I'm sure he's cool. great. She and goes, James goes, he's famous. And she, and she goes, famous? And he goes, yeah. He goes, I'm going to be famous too. And she goes, I'm going to be famous too. He goes, what do you do, Lauren, to make you famous? And she goes, I'm a singer. My parents don't let me listen to music, but or I'm not allowed to listen to it at school. And he goes, why not? And she goes, because that's just how it is in Utah. And he goes, well, I'm going to make music. So maybe one day we can make music together. We could collaborate. <laughs> and she goes, what yeah. do you mean make music? He goes, I make my own beats. A beat goes, machine, you know. Boom, like boom, poof, boom, 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 poof, boom, boom, poof. And she went. And then she went, whoa, 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 and this deep bellow. Ah, and he was just like, he's like, yeah. He goes, oh, wow, you could really hit those notes. He's like, that was sick. That was so sick. Let's do it again. Let's do it again sometime. And she's like, okay, but I should probably not be here in England. Yeah. And I don't know why I'm here. And I feel like I'm in a dream. And I he, should maybe go. I'll bet my family is looking for me. He goes. He's like, yeah, I should go to the hospital. My leg is broken. <laughs> but like. Wait, what did he just say? <laughs> I should hospital? go to the hospital. <laughs> I need to go to hospital. My leg is broken. It hurts a lot. But thanks for. His bone is like sticking out. His bone was sticking out of his leg. Yeah, she's like, like, you should get that checked out. Yeah. Thanks to be my friend. He goes, it's a good thing we have universal health care here in England. Yes. This is basically free. And she goes, wow, that sounds really cool. I wonder if that'll ever happen in America. And he goes, maybe. I love how their high pitches are alternating. <laughs> he goes, maybe someday. And she goes, okay, cool. Well. Maybe I'll see you again. Maybe I'll see you again. And he goes, all right, I like that. All right, cheerio. Bye, Lala. <gasps> Oh. And she was like, whoa. She was, what'd you call? You're like Lala. Lala. Lauren, Lala. Lala. It's just a little pet name, love. And she was like, I like that. I love that. 
bye, bye. And she ran away. And woke up. Woke up in the in her little hole that she had dug. And she heard, Lauren, Lauren. And she looked out and everyone had like their flashlights. And she like sat up and everyone like saw her. And her yeah. parents came running screaming. And, and they all hugged her. Yeah. And her parents were like, you scared us so much. Like you scared us so much. Never do that again. She goes, they go, where were you? And she went, I went to England. And they were like, oh. <sighs> Lauren. Lauren. Such an active imagination, this one. So they took her home, and and the years passed. And... She was bullied relentlessly. She was relentlessly bullied. Like, couldn't catch a break. No. And, you know, she would try out for plays, or try... And she would perform in, like, the talent show. Like, she she put together, like, her very own song... She wrote her own song. Show. Yeah. And it was a pretty cool song. And she went by the stage name Lala. Yeah. Introducing Lala Kent. And everyone went, boo. Everyone went, boo. Don't you mean Lauren? Yeah. Loser Lauren? Just saying, making up a name like Lala doesn't make you famous, Lauren. Yeah. Nice try, Lauren. Nice try, Lauren. Loser. Boo. And she got up on stage and she started to go, uh, to open the song and everyone went boo, boo. Lauren, Lauren, Lauren Lauren thinks she's, she's famous, famous. <laughs> Lauren, Lauren Lauren is the lamest famous. and then she ran off stage crying yeah she couldn't even like get one note out no. of her beautiful song and she had a little uh like a Mic- and like the Britney Spears microphone, microphone that yeah. Britney had because Britney was big at that time. Britney was huge, and Lala had asked her dad. She was like, "Dad, will you get me? Like, I just want to be famous singer. Like, will you get me this little microphone?" So her dad, for her birthday, got her the microphone, Aww. and like she would practice for that talent show every day in the mirror. Like, put a boombox on and then do her like dance and like practice in the mirror and sing her song. But then when she finally got on the stage, she was just like booed off and like couldn't even get a note out. It was so tragic. But uh, she was in luck because Mm -hmm. one of their friends was Jewish. And for her bar mitzvah, Lauren's dad talked to her dad and they arranged that Lauren would do a performance at the girl's bar mitzvah. Love. And they were family friends, but like the girls didn't really get along. Yeah. So like Lauren was going to perform at this bar mitzvah. And the girl was like, fine. Fine. Like, whatever. But the girl and her friends, like, they did not... Like, they had to accept that Lala was going to perform. Yeah, but they, like... like oh, my dad, like... My dad's, like, like, making me... He's, making like, ruining me. my it's fucking like, life. He's, like, it's part of the service. And, like, it's it's good good karma. And, like, it'll... It reflects on becoming an adult, making sacrifices. So her friends are like, okay, so... Lala was like so excited. Mm-hmm. She was like practicing. She had this like a two song routine. Yeah. And her dad hired a like a a vocal coach mm-hmm. and a choreographer. Yeah. And like got these costumes made for her. And pyrotechnics. Yeah. And pyrotechnics. Like it was a huge deal. Yeah. So the night before the bar mitzvah performance, she was like in her room. She was just doing last minute checks. And then she kind of like she was going like <sighs> and she was like, oh, I just got to lay down for a second. So yeah, she, she was really tired because she would work endlessly on, like, rehearsing. Yeah. And conveniently, she was holding a, <laughs> a floppy disk with mm-hmm. the songs on it. So she was like, mm-hmm. So she just curled up in her bed for a little and fell asleep. And when she woke up... <gasps> she looked she, around. It was day. 
It was daytime. Gray. It was rainy. And she was in like this kind of posh flat in London. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. And so she was in this someone's room and it looked like a boy's room. And there were posters of like Bowie and James... Uh, Bowie and George Boy George Michael, and George, George Michael. Ma- yeah, and the Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what the fuck? I'm back in England. I'm back in England. This is so weird. And all of a sudden the door opened and James Kennedy had these big headphones on and he walked in and he goes, oh, bloody hell. Oh, bloody hell. It's you. You? You're back. Or at first he went, who are you? And she goes, who are you? <gasps> uh, Wait, we met before. And he goes, Lala? Lala, that you? You're back. I've been thinking about you for years, love. Where have you been? And she's like, I guess just growing up. He I don't goes, know. She's like, I'm in Utah. Like, I, I don't know. I'm 13 now. He goes, I'm 13 too. Whoa. Whoa. He goes, wow, you're really... He goes, you're looking good, love. And she's like, ew. Ew. Don't talk to me like that. And he's like, he's like, whoa, what you got on your head there? And she showed him the handleless mic. And she's like, well, I'm rehearsing. I'm rehearsing. I have like a performance tomorrow. He goes, no way. Your Where? first performance? Your first performance. Congratulations. That's huge. That's so huge. He's like, I'm DJing tomorrow too. And she's like, really? And he's like, yeah. My friend's got a birthday party, a sweet 16. It's older sisters. And, and our friend, my parents worked it out. So I'm going to be doing a DJ spot. And she's like, I'm performing at a bar mitzvah. And he's like, wow, look at us. We're really coming up, girl. We're, We're both it. musicians. People are going to look back on this and be like, I was there when I saw DJ James Kennedy and La La, whoever your last name is. She is, it's Kent. La La Kent. Their, per- their first performance is on the same day in different parts of the world. It's so crazy. It's They're so connected crazy. like that. crazy. We're so connected. I wonder why. Yeah. And like, how is this happening? Weird that you get just show up here sometimes. Maybe sometime I could come to you. And she's like, yeah, maybe. And, she, and he's like, well, love, he's like, do you want to perform, rehearse together? And she's like, sure. Okay. He's like, she's like, I actually have, <laughs> so happen to have my, my floppy disk, my demos. And the, he goes, oh, you got your songs that you, oh, you wrote it yourself. You got a producer. And she played him it. And he was like, that's shit. It's shite. He goes, I would do something differently with this, with this track. He goes, a little heavy on the bass. A little heavy on the bass. We got to perk that up a little bit work like, it up and yeah. maybe add some trumpets or like a horn sound he, i have a clarinet and he got on his keyboard and he went like this you can just add it on the keyboard and she was like oh i like the horns yeah and he went why don't you just lay down a little a little vocal for me right now love and she goes <laughs> okay <laughs> she adopted yeah. his accent and he was like oh i love that little accent so um, they like started jamming together yeah and she was like really came into her own and she again had that like whoa 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 i'm feeling it feeling it now bum 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 whoa whoa i'm feeling it feeling it now she goes Allie's turning 13. Dun, 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 dun. She is just a woman. Dun, 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 dun. She's not just a little teen. Dun, 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 dun. She, she is, is amazing. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and James is like, fuck yes. He goes, I got chills, mate. I got, I got chills. chills. I feel, you see it on my goosebumps, on my, egg, my goose eggs, on my skin. <laughs> She was like, she was like, oh my god, you really like get me. You get me, and like, I've never really felt so free like creating before. He's like, me neither, love. This he's is like, amazing. He's like, let's record that again. 
And he's like, I know this might be a dream, but maybe it won't be. So she, they recorded like two and she rehearsed it. And she did a choreography for him, and he kind of, like, gave her pointers. Mm-hmm. He was like, maybe pump your elbow out a little more, like, this, 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 this. <laughs> and she was sort of doing it. And she was doing it, and it was kind of, like, 90s hip-hoppy. Yeah, it was, like, Backstreet Boys, yeah. sync, Bye 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 video. Mm-hmm. Like, with a little bit of jock jams thrown in. And at a certain point from downstairs, I heard, James, what's going on up there, love? Here's nothing, Mom. Just practicing. I'm just practicing with a girl from Utah. And she goes, oh, okay. (laughs) Just just carried on. She goes, use a condom, babe. Yeah. She was like, I'm going to go rob a bank. Yeah. She was like, use a condom. I'll be back later. Don't call. Wasn't she American? Yeah. Yeah. And and he was like, ew, Mom. Stop telling me to use a condom all the time. 13. 13. I'm not into that yet. And so. Sorry, my mom's. A bit of a freak. And she goes, no, she sounds really cool. She sounds cool. Yeah, my mom's in, my mom's kind of lame. She, Lala's like, safe sex is important to me. Yeah. <laughs> She's like... She I goes, had, I haven't had it, but I'm like really active in the safe sex community. And she held up her chastity bracelet that she got at youth group. Yeah. And James was like, what is that, love? And she's like, oh, it's a chastity bracelet. He's like, what the hell's chastity? She goes, I don't know. I don't know. They just gave it to us. It's pretty. It jingles. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. She's Maybe like, take cool. that off for the performance, though. Yeah. Don't wear that for the performance. It'll take away too much jingle jangle. <laughs> he's like, live the jingle jangle to me, love. <laughs> so they just, re- they jammed and rehearsed for like hours and hours. Yeah. And then Lala like looked at the time and she was like, oh, wow. I'm like 10 hours behind. Yeah. I, I should probably wake up. I should get up. going and wake up. Yeah. This is a cool dream, though. And she's like, cool. I hope I run into you again. He's like, love, bring the, bring the demos bring your demo don't forget your demo girl and he gives her the demo the new one the new one of all the tracks they record and she's like thanks he's like can i kiss you and she goes no and then he was like okay fine bye (laughs) bye and then she woke up (gasps) and it was morning in utah like she slept the whole night yeah it was 9 a.m she needed to be at the sound check first she had to go (laughs) she had to go get her makeup yeah her glam team she had to go get a glam yeah her mom helped her Mm -hmm. her mom it was actually one of the gays (laughs) from britney's glam team who was in utah at that point it was this gay named gary who like showed up in town one day but like he was great at doing hair and makeup like and he would do all the girls hair and makeup for their parties and stuff Mm -hmm. and he would tell them like oh i used to live like he used to live in tennessee in kentucky he used to live in kentucky but then he just came out here and they were like oh that's cool i don't know what kentucky is ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big the contoured pouch and ball caddy. 
This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted MeUndies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with MeUndies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. So Gary did Lala's hair and makeup, and she and, looked beautiful. And she was like, oh, my God. So the time came to leave to go for the sound check at the bar mitzvah space. Mm-hmm. And she was gathering her things in her room. She was wearing her handleless microphone, like, ready to go. And she's like, oh, my demo. And she looked. And it was 
the demo that said DJ James Kennedy on it. And she yeah. was like, I thought that was a dream. And she's like, it's real. And she suddenly was like, remembering everything he told her. And she was like, I'm going to go with it. Yeah. So she went and like, it was her time to go on to perform. She had like a two minute, a two song set. Mm-hmm. It was like a 10, sp- 10 minute space. One of the dads was like, all right, guys, put your hands together. It's Lala Kent. The girls and all her friends, the girls like, and all politely her friends were, like, clapped. Politely, and they're like, oh God, she's going to be so fucking bad. Yeah. She came out with the tracks that she lit that james and her laid down together Mm -hmm. and she fucking tore it the fuck up she slayed everyone was dead everyone is dancing people's mouths like jaws dropped all the girls were like like, screaming her face off everyone was crying they were like so excited the parents were like dancing in the back like everyone was ecstatic and after it, like everyone came up to her, all the girls, like they got, they like used their like old digital cameras and they took like first versions of selfies with her to put on their like, um, AOL profile, AOL profile, and, yeah, like, pick share or whatever that used to be. Yeah. So Lala was like kind of becoming like, she was like a little celebrity that night. Yeah. And she, the whole time she kept thinking like, wow, DJ James Kennedy, DJ James Kennedy. Like I owe it all to him. I owe it all to him. Meanwhile, James had a similar experience when he DJed the birthday party. Yeah. Yeah. Lauren had also like gave him some, some pointer. Like she suggested some things on his dope tracks. Yeah. And he (laughs) had versions of the songs that she did and he would do like remixes of them live. And everyone was like, damn, that was the best birthday ever. Yeah. And they were like, I don't know who, uh, the pump. (laughs) Who's well, like Lauren Kent? Yeah, no, but who's the girl? She what was the song where they're singing? She's a cool teen and she's turning it to bar mitzvah. And she's amazing. She's amazing. I don't know who that girl is, but I loved it. I loved it. James, you got a real future here. Yeah. <laughs> and James was like, cool, mate, cool. And yeah. like he's like, I owe it all to Lala Kent. And everyone was like, okay. Yeah. He was like, give it up for Lala. And the mom was like, Lala's his imaginary girlfriend, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so they both had this like amazing magical experience with their performances on two different parts of the on world. On two different parts of the world. Yeah. Somehow psychically connected to each other. But then, you know, high school continued and the fi- that sweet moment was short-lived because yeah. she they were again terrorized. Yeah, they were just like relentlessly bullied. Lauren had Lala had like her car was egged every day. Like people threw like meat on her car. And, she was like, so beautiful. This is when she like started to grow into the beauty, like even more so. And mm-hmm. people were just like so rude to her and like slut shaming her all the time. Yeah. And James also had a hard time. Yeah. They like called him gay. They, they called like, him gay. He was trying so hard. Cause I mean, who knows what he is, but he just, he didn't, he didn't want to be told who he was. No. It was for him to find out. Mm-hmm. And he was being mercilessly bullied because people are horrible. Yeah. And he was being tortured. Meanwhile, his mom, like. Robbed a bank. Robbed a bank. <laughs> his dad was hitting some hard times. His dad was like losing a lot of their money. They had to move into a flat like above a McDonald's. Yeah. And like times were really tough and like his parents started fighting all the time they they eventually got divorced they eventually got divorced as you know from the show and it was just like constant there's just like constant constant fighting yeah and james decided 
he was gonna leave like after high school graduation he was like i'm done mate like i can't live here anymore i gotta go to a place where i can just party and like get away from my troubles yeah he he started drinking when things were getting really bad yeah he started to like medicate just the pain of everything around him he started Mm -hmm. like drinking like absinthe and and jager bombs yeah and, and ales i went down to the pub with me lads and we just drank ales had a cider <laughs> and ales you know when you're 18 you got drink pissed. in london we got pit we got fucking pissed man and one night at the pub it was like him and all his like outcast friends mm-hmm. they were a rowdy crew they were a rowdy crew there was always like punches being thrown yeah. or people screaming and crying and like yeah. they would get kicked out of every bar they went into so they would just like have to go to a different bar every night and one night they were like James was like kind of, uh, you know, he was doing his like romanticizing, like what I'm going to do after, after, you know, I'm not going to go to university and I'm going to go to America. And they all go, oh, to find your dream girl, La La Kent. To find La La Kent, right? He goes, no, she's a knockout man. You don't understand. You don't understand. She's so beautiful. She's so beautiful. And she's the only time I've ever felt free when I'm creative is when she's standing next to me. And I feel like she's my muse, mate. And And they're they're like, like, you haven't even seen her since you were 13, mate. It's been five years. Yeah. She doesn't exist. She doesn't exist. You're a liar, mate. You're a liar. And he's like, no, I'll prove it to you. I'm going to go to Utah, wherever the fuck that is. Yeah. He's like, George Michael, my, my godfather, gave me money. And so I'm going to go. I'm going to get famous, mate, and I'm going to find her. And we're going to be make music together, and we're going to be like, you know, Cher and Sonny. It's going to be amazing. It's gonna be, and they're like, all right, cool. They we're, were like, Sonny died. <laughs> he goes, yeah, well, I don't ski, mate, so it's fine. It's all good. It's all good, mate. He's like, the only slopes I do are <laughs> The only white lines I'll be doing is up my nose, mate. Yeah. Got any? And then they did. He was like, "Yeah, mate." And they did a bunch of coke. So like two years went by, and James finally got his shit together and like moved. moved. He went to Ibiza for a little bit. Ibiza. Ibiza, and he like DJed there, but no one really knows like what happened during those that dark period of time. He was hoping Lauren would be there. Yeah, he thought like every blonde girl she would, and then. She wasn't. He would like be so black out. He'd go up to like every blonde girl he saw and be like, are you La La? La La. La La. No, get away from me. Get the fuck off of me. And so he ended up in Los Angeles because no one would send him to Utah. Everyone, like even George Michael was like, you can't go to Utah, babe. He's like, he's yeah, he's like, darling, (laughs) Darling, don't go go to Utah. They'll... You know, they'll chase you out with pitchforks. They'll skin you alive in yeah, Utah. You don't want to go there. Go to go to Los Angeles. It's a little cushier there. It's cushier like, there. We know a lady. She can get you a job. Yeah, your dad and mom are friends with this woman. And so he got there and he was like taking the bus because he, he was like, he was really broke. And he, yeah. was, taking, and he was talking to this old Amer- like LA woman. And she was like, where are you going? Or where are you going, honey? And he's like... My mom set me up with this this plush lady named Lisa Vanderpump. She's a family friend. I haven't seen her since I was five. Ever heard of her? Ever heard? And she's like, no. Because <laughs> she was on the bus. Yeah. Like, not <laughs> a lot of bus people yeah. knew about Lisa. And she's like, well, anyway, she's got a killer restaurant scene here. And she's going to help me out and get me to... And she's going to let me DJ there. And she's like, well, good luck to you, honey. He's like, I'm going to be famous, you she's know? Like, yeah, okay. And so <laughs> he got off the bus and he he was like... All haggard, mm-hmm. and he went up to Sir. It was like it just opened, yeah. Like and and 
Lisa was in the back and she was like, James Kennedy. She was like, oh, James Kennedy. Wow. Wow, there you are. There you are. It's been a long time since I've seen you. Let me take a look at you. Hmm. Shaping up to be quite a man. What can I do for you? Your parents called. They said you're in a little bit of a bind. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I blew all my trust on on uh, Abitha. And she's like, that'll happen. That'll happen. Spain gets to you. She's like, and what do you want me to do about it? He's like, well, I'm hoping you could maybe get me like a, a, a cushy little job here. Like maybe being a host or... Uh, or sort of like maitre d' kind of person, and I'll just sort of like greet people and talk to them and seat them. I'm really good at greeting people. I love to greet people, mate. And she was like, <laughs> she was like, hmm. She was like, well, this isn't Abercrombie and Fitch. This is Sir. We'll start you. You have to start somewhere, and that somewhere is a bus boy. He goes, oh, he goes, what the hell is a bus boy? And she goes. <laughs> What are you talking about? What the hell is a bus boy? I was just on the bus. I was just on the I was just a bus boy. And I didn't like it. And she was like, no, you little. <laughs> she's like, you little boy. Come here. And she went over and she said, see that dirty dish right there? Pick it up. Pick it up. He goes, oh, I don't want to touch it. It will touch oh, my so gross, mate. <laughs> so fucking gross. She goes, pick it up. And pick up that thing right there. But I don't know what it is, but it's some kind of thing. It's like... It's gross. Sort of, it looks like old food. Yeah. Pick it up with your mouth. And she made him... <laughs> she made him pick it up with his mouth. And she like just like forced him to like... They went around the restaurant and yeah. she was like, pick she, this up, pick that she up. She was humbling him. Yeah. But then at the end of all of it, she was like... He was like, okay, can I work here now? Like, what? Please. And she goes, no. No. Sorry. I'm sorry. He goes, what did you make me do all that for? She was like, to teach you a lesson in hum- humility. Humility is very becoming of you, darling. Mm-hmm. But- Check back with me in six years. And he goes, oh, nuts. No. No. I hate this. And I, I hate, hate you. I hate you, Lisa Vanderpump. And I curse the day you were born. <laughs> and he ran out. And Lisa suddenly, she went up to this random rotary phone, like a gold rotary phone, and picked mm-hmm. it up and dialed, and she called uh, James's dad. Mm-hmm. She was like, your little man needs to grow up a little more before he can work here. I regret to inform you he shan't be working at this restaurant anytime soon. And he went, he went, crikey, crikey. <laughs> Oh, that little shit needs to grow up a little more, you say? Well, I guess he will, but my son is on his way. He's going to be famous, you see, and I'll get him to be, and you'll see soon, Lisa. You would do well to hire him at your restaurant. He goes, by the way, can I have $10,000? She, she goes, was like, yes. Yes. We'll wire it to you immediately. So, so Lisa wired James's dad the money. <laughs> <laughs> and James just like hung out in la yeah he was just really good at like he was always partying he always he just looks like a he was like a interloper yeah he was like biding his time he was like he became like fixated on being it sir like there was no explanation i think it was just like lisa was really the first person that had like truly put him through a test and told him no and he was like i'll do anything mate i'll do 
anything to be DJ at Sir. And he also was obsessed with being famous. Yeah. Like, he would hang out at, like, the Chateau, but he would never get in. Like, mm-hmm. he would just hang out, and, like, the pop, the people would pull up in the pot rope. So, he'd be like, oh, Kanye, or, like, oh, uh, Ashton, Ashton Kutcher. He'd be like, Courtney, Courtney Love. Courtney Cox. You know, he was yeah. just anyone. He was like, I know you. Can I... He'd just, like fling his hand around their neck and be like, yo, I'm with you. You're with DJ James Kennedy now, mate. And then they'd be like, get the fuck off and me. Security, and security would, like, would like punch him or yeah. tase him. And he would go hang out at like, he would go wait outside Capitol Record building. And he'd be like, anyone, any per- like semi-important person would come up. He'd be like, oh, can I get a job here? Can you record me? I got some dope tracks I can play you. And they were like literally you're trespassing this homeless person is like in our way yeah but it was but you know what he he had the optimism he just kept going he had an optimism he would have like random he would always find like an older man to be like a roommate with him weird i know but like nothing would happen it's just like they were always like he's like it's the craziest thing it's like every old man i meet is like really excited about living with me it's wild, but he they would, do it. And he would tell people like random house parties. Yeah, he's like, and then I get to live in their house, mate. It's easy. All I have to do is pick up things while they watch. It's really easy. Yeah. They put a napkin on the floor and they like, pick it up. And I'm like, okay, mate. <laughs> um, pick it up. I'll throw it in the trash. And they give me some cider. Yeah. And then that's it. And I just go to bed and I, I lay down my dope tracks. I lay down tracks. I play the clarinet on this one. I play the trumpet on that one. <laughs> I play, play the clarinet. violin on that one. Strings, mate. Ever heard of them? And then, <laughs> and he also would go down on like Hollywood Boulevard, and like he would like he would like lay down beats mm-hmm. like with his mouth, yeah. And he would like he would go like boom boom, boom and he would try to like start like a little flat, and it never it never took off. Yeah, people would be like, "Get out of my way!" Yeah, but he would do it like three days a week because he really didn't have much else to do, so it was just like a fun way to bide his time. But, but he, and he kept being, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna work my way up to getting that sir to be a busboy. He's like, he would put a hat out and he'd write sir fund on it. Oh. He'd be like, donate to my sir fund, mate. I got to get to the sir. So where things are going to pop off for things me. Things are happening there on Robertson. Do you Ever know? heard of it? Ever heard of it? And they're like, no. We're like, no. Who cares? They're like, West Hollywood's dead. Yeah. West Hollywood's over. West Hollywood sucks. And like... But it was his dream. It was his dream, and he never was giving up on it. No. Meanwhile, Lala was like, she sort of put her music career on hold, and mm-hmm. she was like, I'm going to be an actor. Yeah. So she graduated high school. It was like fucking miserable. By the skin of her teeth. And she moved to Salt Lake. She was like, this is the big city now. Mm-hmm. And she got a job as like a hostess at like a, like, like a sports bar. Yeah. And every once in a while, like, uh, basketball players or football players would come in and flirt she, with her. Yeah, and flirt with her. And she kind of realized in that moment, like, her feminine charms. Mm-hmm. And so she started, like, dating all, like, different athletes. But she was always in control of her feminine charm. Yeah. Like, she was like, she knew what she was doing and she was, like, in complete autonomy. Mm hmm. And yeah, and so she dated like they'd come into the bars. One of them would be like, "Hey, can I get your number?" And she'd be like, "Sure, sure, okay." And what just, are you gonna do with it? <laughs> you gonna call me? He was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm giving you it." She was like, "Well, we'll see about that." 
And then she always did. Yeah. And then they always <laughs> called and like she would just kind of like give them a hard time, but like vaguely, like mm-hmm. where they wouldn't know like what yep. she was really meaning. They're like, why are you so mean? <laughs> and she was like, whatever, we'll see. Mm-hmm. And they were like, that, what? Yeah. They were like, so yeah, tomorrow we'll yeah. get dinner. And she was like, okay. Yeah. So like she had a, a variety of just like famous boyfriends and like, started to get respect because she would date these guys or like like, fly her to games and they'd fly her to games or like every once in a while, like if that didn't work out, there was always like a a rich person at the game that would be like, Oh, do you want to come on my yacht? Or do you want to like model in Italy? Excuse me. Or do you want to model in Italy? And she'd be like, okay, sure. And, like, she would just go. Like, she was realizing, like, her beauty could take her a lot of places. And so, one time she was dating a forward for the Utah Jazz. Mm -hmm. Just pulled pulled that out of my cap. I remembered Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz. That was the only thing I knew, too. Right? Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. The Jazz? The Jazz. I love, like, Jazz as a team name. There was a kid I grew up with whose dad used to play for the Utah Jazz. And it was, like... Did he date Lala? Yes. So... She was dating someone for the Utah Jazz and they were playing in the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And so they went to the Staples Center and she was like sitting in like courtside or in the box. And it was the first time she'd ever been to Los Angeles. She was like, wow. You know, she was like, this she is was cool. 19 years old. Yeah, she was. Like, <laughs> and the guy was like 26. And yeah. so she was in the box and like she was sitting with like the other like basketball wives wags they were like weren't talking to her yeah and so she like was kind of like bored and like you know lala doesn't really she doesn't care about sports she just like was she went up to like the guys and she's like let's take shots want to do shots baby right yeah she parties she parties so they like did some shots she goes let's get it popping in here yeah let's get it popping daddy <laughs> and all the guys are like yeah yeah and all the women were like we hate you we hate you she was so like much. and lala was like Story of my life, hanging with the guys. I don't have any girlfriends, you know, yeah. like that kind of thing. I'm a guy's girl. Yeah. Guys are just chiller. I just relate to them more. Yeah. I'm literally, yeah. So she was like, I got to pee for a second. But they were like, the bathroom here is broken. So she mm-hmm. like went out to like, she was like, oh, I have to go to like the restroom. So she was like waiting in the line, like the long women's line at like a any venue. Mm-hmm. <sighs> she was bored. She was like kind of drunk. She was like. Up, she, I want to be up for mischief. Yeah. But she was just sitting there and all of a sudden she saw these security people like kicking this guy out <gasps> of like one of the boxes. And the guy was like, get out of my face, mate. He was like, oh, I'm going to get up there because that's what Ashton Kutcher is. <laughs> and he's and I got some dope tracks that I'm going to play for him. And they were like, get the fuck out. Like, They're I'm like, just, I belong there. I belong, I belong in the Warner Brothers. I belong in the Warner Brothers suite. Yeah, they got me in there. I know who's up there and I'm going to play some dope tracks for them. Some execs are up there, mate. And the security guard's like, get the fuck out get of the way. Out. You're making my life hell. Yeah. And then so they throw him and he hits the ground. Um, and he goes, oh, mate. <laughs> and Lala like, is like, why do I know that voice? Why does that sound so familiar? And he looked up and he like brushed himself off and everyone was like walking around him. And yeah. Like, and he kind was, of like looking at him and it was just like, like what are you looking sad at, sack? bitch? Yeah. Fuck you, fat man. Fuck you, fat man. Fuck you, fat woman. You're yeah. a bitch. I'll fuck you up. I'll, I'll fuck you up. You're peasants. You're peasants. peasants. The basketball game. All oh, please be in. All you American peasants. You've never basketball. been in a box. You've never been in a real box. I've been in a box. My godfather's George Michael and I used to go to boxes all the time back in London. What do you know of boxes, peasants? 
And then Lala was like, Oh my God, I think that's James. And she stepped out of the bathroom line and like kind of went up to him and she was like, She tapped him. Yeah. He went, Oh, get off me. And he goes, Lala. Lala. (laughs) He goes, Lala. And she goes, Wait, what the fuck? She's like, You're real? And he goes, You're real? And she goes, are we in a dream? And she tried, and she and she's like, no, she you're kind fu- of touched his yeah. face. And he goes, no, love, I'm real, right? No, love, I'm real, hundred percent. I'm hundred, I'm hundred percent real. I got some dope tracks. And he goes, he goes, what are you doing here, Lola? He goes, why are you wearing that do rag on your head <laughs> with like hoop earrings? And she was like, it's just a look that I'm trying out. <laughs> he goes, what are you here for? And she goes, I'm in the box. And he goes, you're in a box, Lola. Why are you in a box? Are you performing? And she goes, no, my boyfriend's playing on the Utah Jazz. And like they flew me out on like a private jet. So I'm like in the box today. Yeah, I did a PJ run today. Mm -hmm. It was really cool. It was cool. It was whatever. It was a smaller plane. Yeah. But it's fine. James goes, oh, wow. He goes, you're really hitting the big time in LA. And she goes, I don't live here. I live in Salt Lake City. He goes, where the fuck's that? She goes, Utah, babe. And he goes, oh, my my Uncle George told me I shouldn't go there. And she's like, yeah, I'm thinking of leaving anyway. She's like, I really think it's cool here, even though I've only been on a runway and the Staples Center. Like, it seems chill. <laughs> he's like, he's like, babe, it is chill. It's rocking. Every night's popping. You just feel the energy. He's like, I'm laying down beats. I'm laying down tracks. I'm going to the streets. I'm laying down tracks. And she's like, and then she goes. Going to the streets, I'm laying down tracks. I'm going to the streets, I'm laying down tracks. Going to the streets, I'm laying down tracks. Yeah, and they kind of just like riff together <laughs> yeah. for a little bit. And everyone kind of like crowds around People them. People gathered People around them. It. And yeah. we're like, oh my God. And, and he one goes, of them is like, lay down the tracks. Lay down the tracks. Lay down the tracks. And everyone just starts cheering. Yeah. And James is like, Mate, he's like, I feel we're together with Spock. He's like, I think we were meant to be together to here to be my muse, mate. And she's like, that's great. That's and cool. Cheering. And she's like, okay, well, I'm going to go back to the box now. But cool making that song with you. And she's like, it's really cool to know that you're actually real. Yeah, and good luck with everything. And, he, and then she walks away and he's like, wait. And he runs after. He's like, la, la. He's like, can I come in the box? <laughs> can I come in there? And she goes, she okay, goes, just okay. don't. Don't talk to anyone. Yeah. And she goes, and go in the bathroom and clean your face off. Yeah. But don't go in that bathroom because it's... It's gross. Yeah. Go in the private bathroom. Here, I'll take you. So she brings him up. So she brings him up and he goes in the box. And and she told him... <laughs> she told him before when she's like, don't flush the toilet. It's broken. Yeah. And James is like, all right, love. So she brings him in. She's like, he's with me. And they were like, okay, cool. So he goes in the bathroom and he's like all like, he's like, whoa, I'm in the box. I'm in yeah. the box. I'm finally in the box, mate. He looks in the mirror and just starts talking to himself. He's like, he's like, he's like James, James, you thought you were going to never go in the box and now you're in the fucking box. He takes out a key bump and goes, okay, James, James, be cool, mate. Be cool. Be cool. Go in there in and the talk box. to them and like drop some beats. Maybe hint that you're, maybe there's some execs in there. So he Networking, like, mate. Yeah. So he gets a nosebleed. Oh, fuck. And he's like, oh, fuck. So he like, is this brings like huge wad of like toilet paper and it's just like holding it and he's in the bathroom for like 10 minutes lala's on her blackberry and she's just like where the fuck is he so then he like 
gets to his under control and he just shoves everything down. There, tr- there's no trash can. Mm-hmm. So he shoves it all down the toilet and flushes it. Classic. Clogs. Yeah. Lala starts seeing water coming out and it just floods the whole, and it, suddenly it bursts. And James comes out and he goes, oh no! No, me, no, sorry, that wasn't me. It wasn't me at I all. I didn't do anything, I didn't, I didn't touch anything. it. I didn't touch he's, anything. His like, nose starts yeah, bleeding again. It just floods the whole thing. All the women, all the wags are like, ew! That's so gross. And all the men are like, fuck this, man! <laughs> so, what are you doing here? The girl! Is this guy with you? And Lala goes, James, you have to go. James, so just get out. You ruined. You're ruining everything. You just gotta go. You gotta go. And he goes, Lala. He goes, but I thought we had something special. I thought we laid down a track just right there. He's like, you feel the spark. I know you do. And she goes, I know. I feel it too. But like, but this is like not right. Like, this isn't right. It's just not the right time. You just gotta right go. Time. Okay. Just, you just gotta go. Get out of here, James. And then he just hung his head down and left. And left. Lala flew he back. Home. He walked home <laughs> from downtown. To mm-hmm. He had to walk five point six miles to where he was staying. Yeah, Lala flew back that night, mm-hmm. and then as she was taking off back to Salt Lake, she was like, "Her boyfriend was like, did you have a good time tonight?'" And she was like, "Yeah, yeah, it was good." So they broke up like immediately. Classic, yeah. Of course, like what are they gonna? How are you gonna be together after that? So then Lala's back in Salt Lake, and she's like. She has like a family meeting mm-hmm. and she's like, guys, I'm here to tell you that I'm not going to be a singer anymore. Yeah. I'm an actress. I'm an actress and I'm moving to LA. And they were like, okay. Sure. Sure. We're, you want some money? Want some money? And she's like, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and can I have a Range Rover? And they're like, yeah. And she's like, can I also have an apartment that's rent control? And they were like, yeah. She's like, cool. Cool. Can I move next month? And they're like, Sure. Sure. And she was like, how about next week? And they were like, okay. So they like... <laughs> they just like got her a car, <laughs> got her an apartment, and within a week, she was like driving, driving to, LA. to LA. And it was like in the, it was like the hills. Yeah. It was like... And she put on her track with James, the the first one that they ever did. They that were she performed at the bar mitzvah. Aww. And like the, rolled down the windows, and she was just like singing it to herself and like blazing down the highway <laughs> so she arrives in la she goes on one audition and she immediately gets the role yeah but it's filming in utah <laughs> so they're like she moves into her apartment she gets everything settled and yeah. she goes to this audition she gets it but it's for a mormon propaganda movie <laughs> called called uh pitching love and catching faith and they're like can you move to utah and she's like fuck sure sure so she moves all the way back she goes drives her range rover back to utah to salt lake and she films there for like it's like a nine month shoot because <laughs> of mormon regulation yeah so she films this whole movie and then she's like okay now i'm gonna move back to la so she gets back in her range rover and she's she she's does like, the let's same, try this like, again yeah so she plays the song and the mm-hmm. winds and then she actually moves to where'd she move she moved to Hollywood and she liked it. Like she was like, okay, this is vibey and cool. And like have this apartment. I Lots have this candles. Range Rover. I got a lot of candles and she realized like she wanted to get in touch with James, but she didn't have 
his contact information. Slash, she wasn't sure if he'd be mad at her. Yeah. Because she kind of, like, left him out to dry with yeah. that whole, like, toilet clogging thing. And so now it's like, she's like, okay, well, we'll see, like, I don't know. I'm sure we'll run into each other eventually. Well, also, she's, like, not at all questioning that, like, wow, this guy that I, like, <laughs> had dreams about and, like, had, like, fully... Became real Became somehow. real and is, like, in the same city as me. Like, yeah. why is that happening? Whatever. Whatever. She's like, life is crazy. <laughs> and so she kind of fell into that, like, model, actress, L.A. thing where you're, like, super hot. You just, like, get asked to go on, like, yachts. And, like, she did, like, <laughs> modeling jobs and, like... It was the same thing she was doing in Utah, just in L.A. Yeah. And she was, like, okay, She was dating well. famous athletes. Yeah. And just, like... She's not really getting many jobs. No. But she's, like, you know, like, whatever. I'll just, like, do this. Yeah. She's sort of, like, going moment by moment. And she would drive around a lot. Like, she was really lonely because, like, all women hated her. And, like, only guys would pay attention to her. But, like, she wasn't really connecting with them that much. And so she would bide her time by just, like, getting in her Range Rover and driving all over the city and and blasting her song that she she made And, like, running over animals. Yeah. Accidentally. Total accident. She would drive up in, like, Mulholland. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But there was one time where she was, like, driving and it suddenly hit her that she was, like... I'm not, I have a creative flair in me that I'm not nurturing. Yeah. It's not with acting. It's with music. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm meant to be like, she looked up at the Hollywood sign and was like, that's what I came here for. Yeah. I need to be making music. And she suddenly, how? And then she was at like an event, like with some guy she was dating. Mm -hmm. She was just bored. It was like this fancy Hollywood event. She was sitting on a couch with like all these like scenesters. Yeah. And she looked over and she saw James holding up a tray of champagne glasses and they were all spilling. And he was like, oh, no. No, mate. No, not again. not again. And she went over and she was like, and he spilled all the champagne on them. And the people were like, oh, and he like was like, God damn it. And he was just like picking him up. And she went over and she was like, James. And he looked up at her and he goes. Lala. Oh, Lala, love, what's going on? He's like, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm picking up some champagne I sold spill. And she was like, he was like wearing a catering outfit. Yeah. She was like, she's like, do you need some help? And he was like, no, no, love, no. don't cut your little hands. And so he picked it up and they like talked for a minute. And she was, he was like, well, I might be actually working here. And she's like, it's okay. Like there's no, no harm. You know, any work is good work. Yeah. And he was like. Well, how are you doing, love? You, you, you're here with your boyfriend from the basketball? And she's like, no, I moved here. Yeah, I live here now. And with my other boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, that's cool. And then she was like, look, James, I just want to apologize about the last time I saw you. Like, that was, I know it wasn't your fault that the toilet clogged. It but- wasn't your fault. And like, I'm sorry to be like, have been, that was like a shitty friend move of me. Like, obviously we go way back. I don't know how or why, but like we do. He's like, yeah, we do. We keep having dreams of each other growing up. And I feel like it's some kind of cosmic thing. Yeah. Maybe. And she's like, yeah, well, maybe. But anyway, I just wanted to say that like I was driving the other night and I, you know, man, like I I just like had this realization that I shouldn't be an actress. I should really be a musician. And she's like, and I only have felt like, I feel like when I've done even when we were just like goofing around at the basketball venue, like we came up with something great. We laid down some serious beats together. Like we make pop and shit, man. Yeah. Dog. And it's magical when we get together. Homie. 
Tommy, like something works. <laughs> and he was like, no, love, I totally feel it. He's like, I haven't felt it. He's like, I tried to find my other la la, like I knew la la Kent, but it just isn't working, man. There's no la la's like you, la la. She's like, you're right. And she went over and she went, you know, you know what? Fuck it all. I'm quitting. And she went over to her boyfriend and she went, I quit. I quit this. And he goes, what? What? And she's like, I quit. I quit. I don't want to be here anymore. I'm over this lifestyle, homie. I fucking quit, homie. <laughs> and he was like, okay. okay. And just like started talking to another girl. Yeah. And she was like, come on, James. Let's get in my Range Rover and go back to my rent control apartment. And yeah. He was like, oh, cool, love. Can I crash the hip? Yeah. He <laughs> was like, like, I'll quit too. He was like, fuck this job. <laughs> and he threw his champagne to the ground. Yeah. And he was like, and they he, were like, you'll never work at the, in this company again. He was like, good, mate. I fucking hate it. Piss for peasants. You'll be catering forever. You'll be catering at my event, my DJ show. I'm James Kennedy. I'm a DJ. Remember that name when you see it in lights, baby. Now fuck all of you. And he took two champagne flutes and her and Lala cheers and they went, ha ha ha. Yeah. And everyone was like, those fucking These assholes, yeah. (laughs) So they got in Lala's Range Rover and drove back to her apartment. And he was like, love, can I crash you? And she was like, fine. Fine. And so but you can't come into my room. You can't come into my room. You have to stay on the couch. She's like, cool. Right, right, right. Great. And they just started like, they just, for weeks, they just stayed up making dope tracks. Amazing tracks. Laying beats. Laying beats. And they really discovered like Lala's, like her voice and her talents and stuff. And they came up with the first demo for feeling you. And know about it. She was just one day going, God, they were eating like takeout and they were just like, they had like a real like long day of just like making beats. Mm-hmm. By the way, <laughs> none of them, either of them were working. No, they weren't working. Lala had just an allowance that she was like, Lala on. had an allowance and she would like pay for some of James's meals sometimes. And then James just like would be able to like scrap up some money here and there. No one really knows, yeah. but he's like a scrappy guy. So mm-hmm. it just kind of worked out. But they were just like hanging one day and they were just like, she was like, oh. she picked up a she picked up a French fry and she went, "I'm feeling you." Yeah, I'm feeling you, French fry. I'm feeling you. And you went, "Ain't no." Ain't Do that no. again. Do that again. She goes, "I'm feeling you. I'm, I'm feeling, feeling you. you." And he goes, "Ain't nobody got me feeling. Ain't nobody like I'm feeling you. Ain't nobody got me feeling, feeling like I'm feeling you. Like I'm feeling you. Like I'm feeling you, fry." And he was like say boy and she was like okay yeah 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 ain't nobody nobody feeling like i'm feeling you like i'm feeling you like i'm feeling you boy and james got right onto his track maker and then he just like laid down the beat mate and they just and they just played it kind of over and over and over and they were like this is amazing and they had the beginnings of the song we now know today as feeling you yeah but they also realized, like, after, like, a couple months of just, like, laying down tracks, they were like, okay, well, we could, like, lay down tracks and put them online, but, like, who the fuck is going to care about any of this? Like, we're not famous. He goes, love, but we have each other, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters, love. Like, they kind of got in some creative arguments, because James was like, let's just put out a demo, like, let's put an EP out, like, you're a star, like, your star will rise, I'll help you, and, like, we can do this together, mate. Like, you're my muse, like, but you can take the, we- you can be the, you can be the star. Be your own muse. Be your own muse. 
And she was like, no one's going to care. Like, we're not famous, homie. Like, we got to, like, figure it out. And they got into some fights. They got into some fights. She threw things. She threw things. He screamed and called her a cunt. (laughs) It wasn't pretty. But they'd always come back to each other. Always. He would sleep in his car a lot. Yeah. So, how did Lala meet Lisa? Well, Lala was like... She was kind of... her At one point, her parents were like, okay, you might have to get a job. Yeah. She like, was like, you need to do something. She's never... She hadn't really had any... She had like that one... Oh, she was actually living off the paycheck from... From her movie. From her movie. But that went... That know, went quickly. That yeah. went quickly. Mm-hmm. So she was like, well, I've never really worked before, but I could... I've been a hostess. So she just like went... James is like, just go pound the pavement, love. And she's like, what about you? And he's like... He's like, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> So, well, I'll figure it out. Don't day, worry about me. One day she started just going down Santa Monica. She mm-hmm. like went to all the gay bars. She was like, she was- started at like really nice restaurants and like went in because she was like, I have like many and like a Range Rover and I'm pretty. Like I can be a hostess at La Scala, this, at La Scala or wherever. And every single restaurant was like, Do you have any experience? And she was like, No. And she they were to- like, Sorry. Yeah. She went to the Grove. She went to the Grove. She Cheesecake tried, Factory wouldn't even take Cheesecake her. Cheesecake Factory wouldn't take her. La Piazza at the Grove wouldn't take her. La Piazza. She tried to get a job at the movie theater at the Grove. And they, they were like, like Fuck do you no. have experience? And she was like, doing what? And I've they been were in like, a movie. They were like, no. She's like, have you ever heard of it? And they were like, no. No. So she was like, fuck. So she just went down. She, she tried like, every single restaurant. And she was like, maybe the gays will take per- mercy on me. So mm-hmm. she went to like... And she walked in and she was like, hey, queens, hey, bitches, hey, fierce bitches. And they were all like, they're like, get the fuck get out. The fuck out. And so like everywhere turned her down. And then she turned on Robertson. She turned on Robertson and she was like, this place, like, sir. The okay. Fuck is this? Yeah. She like saw girls in like handkerchief dresses, like wandering around. She was like, those are hideous. Yeah. And she was like, whatever. Like she went up to the hostess stand and Sheena was there. Sheena immediately hated her. Sheena was like, hey, what do you want? And she was like, I'm here. Do you guys have any like openings for like a hostess job? And she was like, <laughs> Sheena was like, no, it's actually like really busy. And there's like a wait list for people to work here. So like, sorry, but like nice try, but come back in like five to six years. <laughs> and Lala was like five to six years. She was like, there's a wait to get in here. And she was like, and she was like, yeah, it's like a really like hot scene. This is a hot restaurant. And we're filming a show. We're filming a show and I'm actually famous. I started out on the beat, but now I'm on this show's beat. And Lala was like, suddenly was like, wait, you're famous? And she was like, yeah, like we're filming a show and it's getting lots of traction. And she was like, we're, we're already like, we just finished fem- filming season one. Mm-hmm. And Lala was like. Or we just finished. Season we just two. finished filming season three. Season three. Yeah. She's like ever heard of it? Ever like, heard of it? It's called well, Vanderpump Rules on Bravo. Lala was like, I haven't watched TV in like ten years. She's Lala like, was like, I don't watch reality TV. And then, Sheena was like, Well, anyway, you can't work here. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I heard, Oh, so I guess we have a new owner of Sir. I guess Sheena's the other owner. Sheena, I didn't realize you were in charge. 
She didn't turn around and was like, sorry, Lisa. Sorry, Lisa. Oh, my God. No. I was just like, <laughs> I was just kidding. I was just kidding. I was, I was just, just like, kidding. Like, <laughs> you know, like so many people like want to wear care and it's like annoying for you to like have to tell them no. So like I was just like helping. She was like, get out of my sight. She just went, okay. Scurry off. And Stina went, she, she became a crab, suddenly went. <laughs> she grew claws and went. <laughs> yeah. And ran away. And so Lisa was like, hmm. He's like, who are you? Who are you? And Lala goes, I'm Lala. And she goes, just Lala. And she goes, yeah, right now. And she goes, what do you want to do, Lala? Tell me what you want out of life. And she goes, honestly, I want to be fucking famous. I'm a dope pop star and I lay down sick beats. (laughs) And And Lisa goes, goes, my, 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 my. Well, well, I know a thing or two about being famous. And I like your attitude. I love your attitude. In fact, what do you do now on a day-to-day basis? Have you any experience in the restaurant industry? She's and like, no. no. Lisa goes, perfect. You're hired. You're hired. You're I hate, I hate people with experience. Sir prides itself in never having hired anyone with experience in restaurant ever. And Lala's like... And I aim to keep it like that. Lala's like, wow, that's quite a record. That's cool. And she goes, you start right now. Get behind the hostess stand. And Lala's like, really? And she's like, yes. And the phone starts ringing and Lala just looks at Lisa and Lisa looks at Lala and Lisa goes, are you going to answer that? Or are you just going to stand there? And Lala picks it up and goes, what do you want? And Lisa goes, perfect. Perfect. Come in tomorrow, same time. Come in every day, same time. And you're also going to be on the show. And you're going to be on the show. I like your attitude. It's the third, it's the fourth season. It's going to be filming in a few months. Make some enemies. Cause drama. Cause drama. Make the girls hate you even more than they already do. And she looks over and Kristen, Stassi, and Katie are just scowling at her. Scowling at her. And and Lala goes... And like, Stassi just mouths the word, slut. (laughs) Stassi mouths the word, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah. And Kristen goes, suck a dick. Yeah. And Katie goes, whore, whore, whore. And Lala's like, why are they doing that? No, but Lisa, Lala, and she goes, don't let them see your weakness. Hold your head high. And Lala Hold your head, her head high. Goes, Look over at them and smile. And Lala looks over and just goes, <laughs> and immediately, Stassi goes, ah! Ah! and just walks off. And Kristen and Katie go, Stassi, don't be mad. And they yeah. follow her. And Lisa goes, you're going to fit in just perfectly here. You're my missing puzzle piece. Yes. You're exactly what I was looking for. I've never been happier. So Lala went home that night. And James came home and he was like, oh, or James was there. Yeah. He hadn't left. Him. He, hadn't he left. had like broken in. Yeah. She was like, I told you, you can't just like come in my apartment. Like when you, whenever you want. And James was like, oh, sorry, love. And he sorry, goes, love. I didn't. The door was open, mate. And she was like, no, it wasn't. And he was like, no, I know. But I don't have anywhere to go. Come on. La, la, let's just make a beat. And she's like, oh, I'm kind of tired, actually. And he's like, what were you doing all day, love? And she goes, well, I worked all day. And he goes, yeah. you got a job? Where? And Where? she goes, this fucking like, <sighs> ugly restaurant called Sir. And he goes, you got a job? Got a job at, at Sir? And she goes, yeah, this fucking woman, this British woman hired me. He goes, was her name Lisa? And she goes, 
yeah, Lisa Vanderpump. And she goes, you know her? And she goes, yeah, apparently my parents are friends with her. And I tried to get a job this literally five years ago, love. And she wouldn't hire me. She wouldn't hire me. She made me take a bus. She was like, you'd be a bus boy. And I said, I didn't want to be a bus boy. I want to be the host. And she goes, well, I'm I'm the host host." now. So fuck you and he called her a c-word yeah and he slant he punched a mirror he punched a mirror he was like why do you always get what you want everything's so easy for you la la and she goes james calm yourself she was homie sit down and calm. homie i'm not gonna let you talk to this talk to me this way she goes homie i am not gonna let you talk to this fierce mega bitch like that she goes i am a fierce proud woman and you cannot talk to me like that you homie and she was like get out of my house homie and she goes Get out and do never talk. She just had this sudden, like, attitude shift. Yeah. She was like, never fucking talk at me like that again. Don't you come at me like that, homie. Don't, don't you come at me like that, James Kennedy. Don't you come at me like that. And he suddenly was like, whoa. But he, like, loved it. He loved it. But then he was like, Fine. Pick your sorry ass up my floor and get out of here, homie. You can't talk to me like that. I'm a fierce bitch. And so then James left. And he walked all the way to sir he walked to lisa's house he walked to lisa's he walked up house. benedict canyon walked up benedict canyon it was so sweaty he was starving he walked into villa rosa because they'd moved at that point and knocked on the door a swan like pecked him and he went oh mate oh mate come on come on mate another one pecked him in the other arm yeah oh, oh my god oh, and then the god. swan started like attacking oh, oh, oh mate mate oh, mate please mate, no, no mate no no causing such a commotion and lisa heard it and she goes oh, my god are the swans attacking someone again is, is that rosia out there and she like stepped downstairs and saw James Kennedy getting attacked by swans. And she goes, naughty, naughty boy, naughty boy. She opened to the glass. She goes, what's all the commotion? And he goes, Oh, and he spilled inside and he was like bleeding. She goes, let's get you cleaned up. Rosia, Rosia, bring the first aid kit. Stitch this boy up. As Rosia is stitching him, he explains to Lisa that, He's ready to take on a job at Sir as the busboy. And he goes, she goes, does this have anything to do with Lala? And he goes, how do you know Lala? How do you know that I know Lala? Who's Lala anyways? I don't know Lala. And she goes, exactly. If I hire you, James, you're going to come into my restaurant as a busboy. You're going to date Kristen and cause division there. You will then pretend that you don't know who Lala is, and I'm going to have Lala do the same for you. And when you meet together on the show, it'll be like you've never met. And I want you to carry this volatility that you have between each other. She goes, have a drink. And pours him a big glass of whiskey. Drink it all. Drink it all. Glug, glug, glug. She goes, now, every day before you come into the restaurant, you'll drink one to two of these drinks. Whiskey. Nothing else. Nothing else. Nothing less. Don't eat. Do some drugs. And come in and get and be very angry when you come in. Mm-hmm. And I want you and Lala to clash. And you will never be able to be with her. That's the condition for you to be on the show. Oh, mate, but I think she's my soulmate. I think she's my soulmate. Truly, Lisa, we, come on. We've been bonded since we were kids. I think there's actually some kind of... And she goes, shh, shh, shh. No. I don't want to hear it. I you're, don't want to hear your you're tales. You're talking and I don't want... <laughs> I don't want to hear your tales. Your tales of dreams. Your reveries. If you want to be on my show, to work at my restaurant, and to DJ at my sexy, unique parties, you'll do as I say. 
James went, yeah, all right. All right. At least I still get to be around her day to day on the show. We get to work together. So that's good. Can I smell her? Lisa goes, you better not. Okay. All right. Flash forward to the first day they're filming. Lala's Mm -hmm. at the host stand and she and James make eye contact. And he goes, oh, what's up, love? My name's James Kennedy. What's your name? And she goes, Lala. And the rest (laughs) you've seen. They pretended they didn't know each other. They pretended they didn't know each other when they've known each other this entire time. They've known each other for literally 13 billion years. And what's sad is that they have had moments of, like, they do love each other. But I think Lala has gotten into the fame game because her star has always burned a little bit brighter than his. That was always the case. That was always the case. One half of the split star was always a little brighter. Mm -hmm. The female part. And as she's kind of been playing the fame game and found love with Rand and everything, it's hurt James. He's tried to recreate her with like Raquel. Yeah. (laughs) Logan. (laughs) Mm -mm. It's not going to happen for him. It's not going to happen. Lala. It's like he, it's cosmic need to be near her. Yeah. And Lisa is keeping them apart. She's the mastermind. And James can only create when he is in proximity to Lala. He's his best self when Lala is near. Yeah. And she kind of is too. Mm-hmm. But she. So now I guess we just wait and pray that they'll be reunited. It looks as though they (laughs) might not. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. But you know what is good news is that they will repeat this over and over for all eternity. For all eternity. No matter what they do in this life, if they don't figure it out and end up together, the next life brings a new opportunity. Exactly. So... The story of Lala and James. And that is why I believe in reincarnation. I do too. So. They're proof. They're proof. Fuck. Fuck. Well, thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. I'm sad it's almost over. I know. We're nearing the end. We have one more left. It's a doozy. It's a real doozy. Hopefully you can guess who it is. Yeah. So stay tuned. If you like this podcast, give it five stars. Please. Leave a rating and a review. Follow Carrie, E-Carrie-O. E-Carrie-O. Follow me, Lars Marie. And not Tilda Swinton. And not Tilda Swinton. If you're in the mood for some solstice thoughts. I know I'm feeling. Because I know I know I'm feeling. Because I know I know.